It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked onto the Texas Rangers. I'm Rice Patrick, Rangers writer at WBA.com. Joined as always by Morgan Price of LoneStarBall.com. Morgan, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good on this last off day of the season. It it feels weird to say. And yeah. The season has like, well, it's drugged by the last like month or so. But the first half really flew by when it was actually still fun and exciting. But there's still been some excitement. Last um, yesterday's game was was a lot of fun. Or Sunday, whatever day you're listening to this, I forget all the days and things and. <laughs> My brain is melted. We're through over 150 games of baseball, and uh, my brain is melting out of my ears, and it's ready for, for some some off season. But first, we got two more series, um, three games against the Red Sox, three games against the Yankees. Uh, let's go ahead and look at this this uh, Red Sox series first. So the first game, Ariel Harado will be starting, um, which will be the first time he started in a hot minute um, against Eduardo Rodriguez, who's actually been. Boston's best pitcher so far this season. I mean, in a rotation that was filled with David Price and uh, Chris Sale and uh, Rick Porcello, Eduardo um, has basically been their strongest starter this season. And um, I'm excited to see about what Ariel can do in the starting rotation. Do you think this is going to be like an actual full start or just like a half bullpen day? Like, I don't I don't really know where they're going with this, but he's the only one who I'm not con- that I'm concerned is not going to get like an actual like full full blown start. Yeah, I think it could be potentially a full blown start. I think it'll probably be one of those. We'll see how he looks in the first few innings and then decide from there. It the fact that he's starting makes more sense uh, as to why he only threw one inning in Saturday's game. Um, and I had forgotten until I was looking it up. He actually started a game against Boston when the Rangers went there in June. And he went six innings, got the win, um, and didn't have an opener or anything. Because at first I was like, oh, well, maybe they should do an opener. But he didn't have an opener against Boston before, and he looked fine. So maybe they're just banking on he's seen Boston before. Let's put him out there and see what happens this time. Um, I think he has a good chance considering Boston, while they're still a winning team, hasn't been as great as you would expect from the uh, reigning champs and uh, Boston's also playing uh, Monday um, so they're they're not flying here with an off day like the Rangers have an off day so I think that could also affect Boston hopefully um, so I, I'm excited to see how Gerardo does since it's it's been a while since he's had a true start yeah it's been quite a long time and um yeah this boston team is is really floundering right now they're without their two best starters david price and chris dale are both um, on the il for the rest of the season um, they did win on sunday against tampa bay um, but they lost the series um two out of three games and then um, just last week they had this really bad loss to the giants um they lost uh, 11 to 3 um and lost that series too so they have not won a series um since 
they beat um, Philadelphia. Um, so they, that was three series ago. They could split against Tampa because they're playing Tampa tonight. Oh, yeah. I forgot it was a four-game series. I yeah. looked at that and did my math as, as that was a done deal. <laughs> but uh, not quite yet. And um, who who's starting for them tonight? Do we? Is it a bullpen um, game for them? I don't know who this pitcher is for them. Ch- Chasen? I don't who? know if I'm – I doubt I'm saying that right. How do – which – Oh, uh, I cannot even begin to pronounce his first name. How, where, where's what's his his last name? C H A C I N. Oh, Chasin. Sure. Uh, Julis Chasin. Yeah. Um, right now it says he hasn't pitched anything for them at all. Um, this season, um, so far. Nope. Never mind. He's pitched four games. He has not been very good. He's in. Um, Four games, three starts. He's gone eight and third innings, um, allowed four runs, um, walked five, um, struck out 13. So at least that's good for him. But um, yeah, the whip is not great. ERA plus is above league average, um, but it's a very small sample size. And I think he's probably just an opener. If you started three games and four total games and you've only gone eight and third innings, that's probably not a, a traditional starter. But um Anyway, yeah, it's been a really weird season for Boston. Uh, they haven't had a whole lot of injuries, um, as much as you would think for a team that like has this much ridiculous amount of talent. Um, yeah. And is, well, they're at 81 wins right now, so they're probably at least going to have um, a winning season. But behind what uh, the Yankees have been able to do this year and um, the talent they have, it just doesn't make sense really how much they've fallen off a cliff. I mean, Dustin Pedroia of their, like of their core, um, like position players, Dustin Pedroia has played six games this year at age 35. And honestly, a little surprised he hasn't like hung it up yet. Like not Mm -hmm. to like count him out or anything, but like, it's just, there's only so much you can do. And also Brock Holt's been fairly solid for them this year. Xander Bogarts has had an amazing year. Uh, Rafael Devers has had an amazing year. Um, Mookie Betts hasn't had quite the year that he had before, um, like the last couple of years, but he's still had a pretty good season. I mean, he's hitting 292 and slugging 521, which like, it feels very like insensitive to say like, oh yeah, it's not a great season, but it wasn't <laughs> like a Mookie Betts-like season. I mean, yeah. J.D. Martinez had a great season um, hitting 302, slugging through slugging 560 on base in the 380s and um, he hit 35 bombs this year so it's like i don't really i don't really know where it went wrong besides like just the entire pitching staff i mean chris sale um he started off really rough he's at 147 innings but he still had over 200 strikeouts which shows you that how much he came on um later on and david price is only at 107 innings on the year and he will finish at that um but yeah they're going to have maybe one starter, maybe Eduardo Rodriguez will hit the 200 inning mark. Um, and other than that, their next closest right now is Rick Porcello at 168 in the third innings. Um, but yeah, it's just been a weird season for them pitching wise. Their bullpen has not been very good. Um, they've had Brandon Workman who's done work. Um, but other than that, um, it's been kind of spotty behind them. And they have not done well late on. And I think the Rangers can, can really take advantage and and get a series win. This might be their last chance at like a good chance at a series win. But I think I think they can do that. What about you, Morgan? 
Yeah, um, just before like knowing what the matchups would be, I kind of I figured the Rangers could probably take one game from Boston at least. I didn't, I don't really see them getting swept. But now looking at what the pitching matchups are and how Boston's been, knowing that uh, Porcello hasn't been great, they don't have Chris Sale, they don't have David Price. Wednesday or Thursday's game is probably going to be a bullpen game for um, Boston. Boston's coming in without an off day. The Rangers have Monday off. Boston doesn't. Like <laughs> it just seems like it looks like it's going to be a better series for the Rangers, or potentially should be better for the Rangers than it will for Boston. Yeah, absolutely. It just things are going somehow. They're going better for the Rangers right now than they're going yeah. for Boston, mainly because they aren't crushed by the expectations and they haven't fired their GM. Uh, right. And had their. Uh, their manager basically publicly criticized ownership for firing said GM. Yeah. Um, just subconsciously, not not actively, but but still kind of <laughs> actively. Um, but yeah, hopefully the Rangers can take um, two out of three in this series. Uh, I believe with the momentum they're they're having, uh, Ariel Jurado, yeah, against um, against Eduardo Rodriguez, and then uh, Colby Allard is starting the second game of this series um, against uh, you said Porcello. All right, and then Mike Miner is closing it out uh, on the afternoon game on Thursday. So the final weekday afternoon game uh, at Globe Life Park. So Rangers should take two out of three. I think that's my official prediction that they will take two out of three. I'm betting more on the final two games than yeah uh, than the first game because, you know, patterns. And that's <laughs> <laughs> what the Rangers have done all year. Um, and just the pitching matchups match up better but maybe Ariel Hirado throws it back to his mid-season form and and pulls the gym out of nowhere who knows anything can happen baseball is a wacky and crazy sport but yeah I'm saying they take two out of three um what's your prediction for this series I I would like to see two out of three I think that's very doable for the Rangers yeah and if they get swept I'm I'm just gonna be very disappointed <laughs> I'm not gonna be mad yeah. I'm just gonna be very disappointed yeah but uh we're gonna take a quick break when we come back uh, we're gonna talk about and preview this the Yankee series, the last series of the season, last series at Globe Life Park, um, right after this. But first, we're gonna talk to you all about Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online ticket marketplace, and their whole purpose is to provide fans with live entertainment, um, making memories that will last a lifetime, getting you tickets to things that you love, like shows and sports and concerts and all kinds of things that that you like, um, and those experiences that will last a lifetime. With the Vivid Seats app that you can download in the App Store or Google Play, fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards, the in-app loyalty program where you can enjoy credits on all your purchases as part of the rewards program. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by 100% guarantee. And for our listeners, we've got a special promo code for you. Um, enter promo code POSTSEASON at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. That's discount code POSTSEASON at checkout. Hey guys, it's time to talk about sex. Good sex. You know, remember the days when you were always ready to go when you were a young stud and, you know, it wasn't any, any trouble getting it ready for, for your partner? Now you can increase your performance and get a little bit extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluechew.com. That's like the color blue and chew, like what you do. So they're here to help you out with your sex life, make things spicier, make sure you last all the way until the ninth inning, you know? Don't want to get pulled out of there with a reliever, you know? You really got to be 
make sure you're ready to go and just like you were back in the young days. This isn't for guys who can't perform. Any guy who wants a little bit of extra help in the bedroom, you know, this is here for you. It's a perform it's a legal performance enhancing drug. So Bluetooth is prescribed online, ships straight to your door, very discreet package. No in-person doctor visits. I know that's really uncomfortable. No waiting at the pharmacy. Also super awkward. You don't want any of that. They're made in the USA. And since Blue Shoe prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So if this sounds like something you want, Morgan, where can the fine fellows get this stuff? You can visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code MLB. All you pay is $5 shipping. And that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com with promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew's the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. So the second half, um, the second series of this last week, um, the final series of the season, I'm not ready for it. Rangers <laughs> versus Yankees. Um, I'm probably going to be pretty nostalgic on on Sunday, like I'm already getting like, yeah. nostalgic just thinking about it. But um, here's how the starters will line up. Um, the Yankees have not at, on baseball reference. Their, their stars are not listed. Um, but um, anyway, here's how the Rangers are, are lining it up. Joe Palumbo starts Friday's game. Brock Burke will start Saturday's game after a very rough outing last week. Um, and then Sunday final game, Lance Lynn on the Hill out there to do some big boy stuff. Um, and Lance Lynn had a pretty solid outing against against the Yankees. Um, the Rangers actually did pretty well against them in their last series in New York, which um, definitely surprised me um, mm-hmm. and started off a very good road trip for them. Their last, like, straight-up good road trip um, in a while. Um, but, I mean, they did lose, like, two out of three of those games um, in New York. But they followed that up with a four-game sweep of Baltimore, and they shut out the Yankees for the first time since like the middle of last year behind Mike Miner. So I'm a little, a little bummed that Mike Miner doesn't get a chance to do that again, but um, you know what? It's fine. He, that gets to be his last start against a team that might just win the world series. Like if that's your last start um, is seven and a third shutout innings with five strikeouts, then you know, it's pretty good. Um, and Emmanuel Classe did well in that series. Rangers hitters um, did much better um, in the first game and they were kind of shut out. Um, and the final two, uh, Paxton was incredible in that series. Um, he was the pitcher when the Yankees won 10 to one, um, in the second game. And then they still only managed one run in the second game on an adore home run and, uh, Yankees home runs ended up being too much for him, but the Yankees have clinched their division. Um, I think I don't, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm pretty sure the like the seating is, is almost set in stone. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to be the two seed, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, am I, Morgan? Um, well, right now they have one more loss than Houston, but they're tied with wins. So I think it's more going to be neck and neck on who has overall uh, home field throughout postseason. Okay. Well, then maybe these these games are going to be very important to them and yeah. they're going to absolutely bring it and crush the Rangers. Who knows? Um, hopefully not. Um, but... Yeah, it's, I'm really excited to see um, another start from Brock Burke and another start from Joe Palumbo. This will be um, only the second start that he has in the big weeks. Um, and after the few outings that we've seen him since coming back from that blister, uh, I think I think it should be really fun because, 
I mean, he has a lot of really good swing and miss stuff, and the Yankees is as good of a, a hitting team as they are. Um, they can be occasionally prone to strike out, and um, he's got kind of a similar um, at his like at his peak, he would be like a Mike Miner. Um, that's a good like comp because the spin rate on the fastball is really good. Um, it makes it look a lot more live. He's got a pretty good curveball and good changeup. Um, I'm just excited to see what's going on in that matchup and what Lance Lynn is going to look like and if he's going to tell the umpire that we have a plane to catch, even though <laughs> they won't this time. Um, what are you looking forward to in this series most? Um, I'm excited to see Joe Palumbo pitch against them. Um, I'm ex- I'm happy that Lance Lynn is closing out season because I feel like if it wasn't Mike Miner, it should be him just because better chance of winning. You want to end the season on a high note, especially since it's the last game at Globe Life. You really want to end it on a high note. Um, <laughs> it does feel kind of weird knowing that it's going to be the last series there. It almost kind of feels like last year where we all kind of knew it was probably going to be Beltre's last series, but we weren't like for sure, for sure, but we kind of accepted it. This kind of feels like similar. Like obviously we know it's the last game at Globe Life, but I don't know if it's, if we all really have accepted it until it's like the last game. Um, I, it's hard to imagine how good the Rangers could be against the Yankees just because the Yankees are going to postseason. They're really good, but they haven't been as good on the road. They have a winning record on the road, but they haven't been as good. So that might help the Rangers out a bit. I feel like they might have a chance of winning Friday's game, have a chance at winning Sunday's game. Saturday's game could be interesting because, I don't know, Brock Burke, like with his last outing, I'm just not sure how it's going to go for him. It could end up being another bullpen game. It could be. Um, and I think they have the Yankees for for their Tuesday game, for their Wednesday game, and for the matchups against Texas. They have no starting pitchers listed. But um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, they just have a two-game series at Tampa Bay, and then they have a day off on Thursday, and then they come to Texas. But um, in their last game, Luis Severino made his first start of the season, um, and he was incredible. He pitched uh, five shutout innings with nine strikeouts. And uh, yeah, he looked really good. Um, so that's a really good get for them coming back into the postseason with their true eights. Um, and then Paxton um, pitched on Saturday's game. Um, so I don't know why they're not listing their starters. Like it feels pretty like like cut and dry, like who they're going to be. And then um, the game before that, um, Hap uh, was starting. So in their their last series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, went Hap. Um, and then Paxton, and then, uh, gosh, I just forgot the name that I just said, Luis Severino. So um, I don't think, I think it might be like similar because um, they have two days off and they're trying to keep their guys like kind of fresh and rested, not go too hot and heavy before the postseason. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that exact same rotation. Um, so the final game at Globe White Park would be Luis Severino against Lance Lynn, which would be incredible. Like what what a pitching matchup to go out on. Yeah. Even if it, it's even if it's Paxton, would still be an incredible matchup. Um but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the series. Honestly, if the Rangers take one, I want them to just take the last one. Like I don't I don't care yeah. what happens in the first two games. Like they're the Yankees are a historically good team right now. Like they're ridiculous and uh just win the last one, please. That's all I'm asking. Um, yeah. What do you think, um, the Rangers will be able to do? Do you think two games is like possible 
likely, uh, slim to none? I think it, it totally depends, I feel like, on pitching matchups. Um, but I, I kind of feel like they could win Friday. I feel mo- like more confident in Sunday's game, which, like you, that's all I care about. Just I'd rather them win Sunday's game if they can only win one. Yeah, uh, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. And I'm looking back at their um, at their um, at their injuries, and it's just insane. And even some like re-injuries. So Andujar is um, is out for the season. Um, Delon Batances um, had a partially torn left Achilles, and he's out for the season. That happened uh, not that long ago, just September 18th. Um, Greg Bird is. They basically guarantee that he's going to miss the season. Ellsbury, I think, is um, out for the season. Yep, there we go. And Encarnacion is out for a little while. Um, my gosh, it's just like literally everybody. Gary Sanchez is even hurt right now. Um, Torres is hurt a little bit, banged up, um, but they say he's likely to play um, or likely to be available for Tuesday against the Rays. But it's just like, Literally everybody. They finally started getting their starting pitchers back, and then here comes here it comes with the uh, position players um, coming back um, and being injured. But that's all right. Um, none of them, none of the like main besides Andujar, that's like the worst one. Um, and Ellsbury is also a pretty bad one. But um, they knew they were gonna. They pretty much knew they were gonna miss Greg Bird for a while. Um, and uh, John Carlos Stanton is finally back. Though, so I mean, here you go. Here's some injuries, and oh, here comes this former MVP coming back into your lineup. Oh, how sad, how terrible. And in the meantime, they're replacing with Didi Gregorius and Gio Urshela and DJ LeMahieu. So, like, they're fine, like, they're absolutely fine. But even with all these injuries, like, they're still, they're still such a ridiculously complete team. Like, it's kind of insane. Brett Gardner has 27 home runs this year, right now, he's at more home runs than um, Aaron Judge, which is kind of the most insane thing I've ever heard. Um, even with, like, the ridiculous, like, disparity in games, it's only, like, a 36, um, no, 38. There we go. I can't do math. Um, yeah, Gardner's played 136 games, and Judge has played only 98. But this is a still an insanely stacked team, and, and uh, it's going to be tough to take even one game against this team still playing games that matter to them, that matter their postseason, uh, let's say ranking seeding. Um, but yeah, this is, this should be a fun series, a fun final six games. And uh, I'm going to miss baseball next week. Uh, Rangers baseball. I mean, there will still be other baseball. Yeah. But my heart's just not going to be in it if the Rangers aren't there. But uh, yeah. Any closing thoughts for, for this week as we wrap up our, our final off day? Uh, well, now that I think about it, if the Rangers did want to win against the Yankees and the Yankees just didn't want to really care about their uh, seeding to Houston because Houston's just going to lose to Oakland anyway, that would be great. That would be great. Someone, <laughs> someone fly that up, up, the, up the chain of command and tell the Yankees, hey, we, we'll get this all sorted for you and, and you don't have to deal with the A's um, in the yeah. first round. Um, I feel like that would be what we refer to as a win-win as long as the Astros are knocked out in the first round, anything like that is a win-win. Um, right. But this should be a fun week, two final series at this park. 
and we get a, a new stadium and a roof and air conditioning next season and all kinds of new memories and new exciting things. Hopefully the first season in a new building where the Rangers will win their first World Series. We can only hope. Thank you guys so much for subscribing. Um, make sure that you're you're telling your friends about us in this final week and enjoying the last games at Globe Life Park before we open Globe Life Field. Sorry they couldn't make it a better name, but that's that's not on us. That's on advertising dollars. But we can make this podcast as great as we can make it for the last week of the season. We're so excited to watch these final games. Make sure you're telling your friends, subscribing, wherever you get your podcasts on uh, Apple or Spotify or Stitcher wherever you get them, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Morgan Price, at Bryce Patrick, at Lockdown Rangers. We really do appreciate your support. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.